Hey, 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 everybody. Thank you for tuning in. This is the Talk Cash or Don't Speak podcast. I'm your host, John Odebo, also known as Johnny Debs. Hope you're ready for today's episode. Let's get it. You are tuned into a rant style personal finance podcast. If you're looking for someone to get in your face about personal finance and investing topics, I'm definitely your guy. The motto on this show is talk cash or don't speak. I'm talking about the almighty dollar here, dollar dollar bill, you know, holla for a dollar here. That's what you're doing. You're listening today. I've got to assume that you have some interest in stacking your green, right? The green in your life. And uh, like I said, you're making a good move by listening, and I thank you for that. Um, can you take it a step further here for me? Can you can you go follow on Instagram? Can you go follow on Twitter? Talk Cash Pod at Talk Cash Pod. Um, go share with your friends on that on those pages. We're sharing a lot of information. Basically, what I try to do is just share the information that I'm consuming throughout the day, the uh, economy and, and market news, some real estate tips. Uh, just fun, fun stuff that I'm reading that I thought might be helpful for you to see as well. And then also you can stay up to date with all podcast information, which we know you want to do. Um, so it's a nice little niche ecosphere right there uh, for you to get a bunch of different money-related news all at once. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please go subscribe, go rate, leave a review on whichever platform you're listening to. All that helps the show a lot. Thank you in advance for that. Any specific topics you want covered, Feel free to reach out, social media DMs, Instagram, Twitter. That's where it goes down. Yo Gotti said it. It's going down the DMs. That's where you can get some personalized information. Or if you want to be a guest, that's where we can talk about all of that. So got the, got the housekeeping items out of the way. With that, ding, ding, ding. It's time to tag in our guest for the day. We've got Connor Silverstein here, a.k.a. Silverstein Financial, AKA the financial planner who knows jujitsu as well. So he can teach you some finance, but he can also kick your ass if, if you're getting out of line with your money goals. Um, based out of St. Louis, Connor, thanks for joining, man. Welcome to the show. Awesome, boss. How are you doing, brother? Uh, thank you so much for having me on this podcast with you. It's been awesome to see what you've been up to. It's been awesome to see what you're trying to build for your community out there in Denver, Colorado. I think this is such a time where we can take our skills, especially during a time like COVID where we're working from home and we have access to so much information. How do we utilize this time to share more knowledge, work together? You know, I'm a big believer in Christ and faith. And so I think we all play a different role and we're not supposed to know everything. So when we come together, we work together, we make things happen. Awesome. Yeah, I agree. I, everybody's got some free time recently and what are you going to do? Yeah. Right? You're going to better your life. You're going to, share some information, figure something to do, right? I really don't even mind what you do. Just just do something. Keep yourself busy because if you just sit and watch the news all day, these are the days that it'll eat you up inside. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so Connor, awesome. tell, uh, tell the people a little bit about yourself, about, about your business, Silverstein Financial and all that. Yeah. So uh, as you said before, I, I'm, I'm in St. Louis currently, uh, open-minded to relocating with my girlfriend. Um, I was born and raised here, Chesterfield, Missouri, uh, grew up in St. Louis, went to school at Mizzou, M-I-Z, um, oh, yeah. got a degree in business administration with a minor in entrepreneurial studies. And honestly, you know, financial planning is what I do, but you know, I told a lot of people when I began my career, I never wanted to be a financial planner. And it shocks a lot of people. So it became the thing that I never planned on becoming. And then people go, well, why are you doing it? Right. So uh, I've always been very entrepreneurial growing up. Uh, my stepdad was a global business owner, EFC International, built a global enterprise. And I was very blessed. You know, a lot of people who have business owner parents might be more domestic in this country. And uh, I got to watch this, this company spread across North America into Europe into China, all over this continent and this world. Um, and so I always thought bigger about entrepreneurial uh, opportunities. So the minute I turned 16, my background, I was always in health and wellness, hence the jujitsu. And 
I fell in love with service work, helping other people. I thought, you know, of all things that we can do, right? No matter what your skill is, it it's great to earn a dollar. It's great to develop your business. But when you're fundamentally not, you know, I sold someone and just an item, right? But when you're fundamentally influencing someone's life, making a difference in their life, it feels amazing. So my first taste of that was action, health, and wellness. And I thought, man, I get to really help people learn fitness routines, how to eat right. And I get to help them learn to love their body more, learn to love themselves more. Because I, I had a tougher childhood and I knew what it was like to uh, have harder days. And I thought, man, when you feel good about yourself, when you feel confident, you can love yourself, you feel amazing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, our bodies are natural. I thought, man, if I can help people love themselves more, that, that's a great start. So I started on the fitness journey. Then eventually I went to college. I continued mm -hmm. it for a bit until I realized there's people out there who are way more passionate about fitness and health and wellness <laughs> than I am. You know, people see me train all the time and I go, I'm just super ADHD guys. I love working out because I got energy. Uh, but Fair then, enough. you know, I'm in college now, uh, Mizzou, just like you. And my original path, I thought, you know, the military I had an obsession with the Navy SEALs. And I thought BUDS was fascinating. I thought serving my country, once again, service work. You know, for me, my life has to mean something. Uh, my, my favorite quote that I made up that I love sharing, and I'm actually reading Relentless right now by Tim Grover, uh, but I got to see him on stage one day and I thought, wow, everyone wants to be Michael Jordan, but I want to mm -hmm. be Michael Jordan's coach. I want to be Tim Grover. I want to be the guy that makes the Kobe's, that makes the Michael Jordan's, makes all these guys. And I, I thought, man, I want it like my life to mean something because when Tim Grover is no longer here, you know, all the grades will be standing around his grave. And I thought mm -hmm. that's the ultimate accomplishment. And when I decided against the military and even going to buds, because I thought, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of tough things that occur when you go that far into the military and things you have to deal with. So I said, you know, I need that level of impact in my country, in this world, but here in our territory now. Yeah. And I thought, what will have that same kind of impact? It wasn't financial planning on the front of my mind at the time, okay. but what led me to it was, you know, a lot of people talk about the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Sure. And that was very similar to my childhood. I mentioned my stepdad, global business owner. So my experience with financial planners growing up was come meet with us. We would love a piece of your portfolio. Look at our performance, the red carpet service. It was always how do we get your assets? Yeah. It was always, how do we onboard you as a client? I never felt that experience with a lot of these prestigious firms of who are you? What do you care about? What do you want to accomplish? Congratulations. How do you build this company? Not saying there's not great financial planners out there, mm -hmm. but my experience, my entire childhood was how do we get a piece of your pie? Sure. So we can manage it. And I, when I grew up, most of the places that he stored his money was in land. It was in real estate. It was mm -hmm. investing in other companies. It wasn't just the things that financial planners could sell you. There's so many other opportunities to invest that are not what financial planners can sell you. So I started feeling that it was the duty of the financial planner to help teach you more than just what they could sell you. Absolutely. Then we're going to jump to the poor dad. My dad, my real dad, my blood-related uh, father, mm -hmm. uh, upper middle class, did well for himself. He was a headhunter, aka recruiter, and yeah. he uh, he sadly um, he, he built all this money up. And he had a gentleman at this firm that helped to grow his wealth, and that's where we make money, right? The more you give us, the more we make. Sure. But on that distribution phase, there was never really much knowledge on the distribution phase. He wasn't making the best financial decisions. That retirement fund was dwindling and dwindling and dwindling. And before you know it, he was broke. Uh, he yeah, was living on unemployment. So my junior year of college, I got the rich dad building this global empire, buying land, building houses. Then there's my poor dad living on unemployment in some stranger's basement. And I kind of sat there and I thought, man, I have an obsession with service work. And I thought... There's so many people out there who are on either sides of the spectrum or maybe in between. Yeah. And there's a lot of financial planners out there. But my experience so far hasn't been what I felt this industry needed. 
And I thought, here's an opportunity to work with finances, work around wealth, to put out education, depending on where you're at in that spectrum, to help you not just retire or watch your money grow, but to make you financially literate, right? When you're a fitness trainer, if all I'm doing is putting you through a workout and sending you home, and one day you stop paying me and you're curious why you put on the pounds again, it might be because you that trainer never actually made you literate about mm-hmm. how to work out. They just put you through the process, but never actually educated you. So my biggest goal with my clients is how do we think bigger? Not just congrats, your money's growing, but what are your opportunities? Once we get past your money growing, you know, how do we increase your cash flow? How do we, uh, is this the job you want to be? Where do you want to live? How do you enjoy your life financially? There's so many aspects to finance. You don't go to a, a health and wellness coach just to put you through a workout. Right. You go, how do I live healthy? Yeah. How do I sleep? How do I eat well? How do I take care of my joints? Right. But for some reason, financial planning, it's, well, I already got this account set up. Well, it's more than did you get those accounts set up, right? So that that whole story I wanted to share because for some people, they pick a career. My career chose me. I had a very unique upbringing that uh, led me to a passion for service work, entrepreneurship. My rich dad, poor dad exposed the good and bad of finances. It exposed how you can be treated depending on what you make and how you can be overlooked at times. And I just thought, you know what? Let's build a firm. And I started with Northwestern Mutual and I've continued working with them. I've built up my own brand, Silverstein Financial, and with a niche and a passion in real estate and entrepreneurs and helping people grow creative finances. Um, but that's, you know, that's the story so far. And my business has been growing a whole bunch. I've, it's so fun to learn about people and different passions and their desires, what they want to achieve. You know, the beautiful For thing sure. is money applies to all of it. So absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. It sounds like uh, instead of just giving people fish, right. It's that old, you know, that age, uh, age old adage, you know, teach them how to fish. And that's, yeah. it sounds like that's what you're trying to do with your customers a little bit, right? Like, yes. so they're not reliant on you forever. It's like, this is, this is what I can help you do. But at the same time, let me help you understand yep. the reasoning behind it. Yep. And there's such a richness too, when you get to teach people, I think some people, I think we've lowered our standard uh, of what we are not lowered, but just settled with the expectation of what we think financial planners are. Oh, they're doing enough. They, they, they set the account up. I go, well, what if there's more out there? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm, I'm listening to bigger pockets, a little plug right there. If anyone's sure. wanting to learn about real estate, bigger pockets, the greatest podcast out there. <laughs> And there's so many creative ways to fund real estate as a place to store your cash to build cash flow now. Right. You know, especially when you're young and you don't have all these expenses, there's so much opportunity. Not saying, well, you know, obviously a lot of things are over asking right now in the market. Market's wild, more wild than ever. <laughs> but when you have such a long time to live, there's so many fun ways to do finances. And the clients will ask me, is this the best possible way I go? It depends on your goals and who you are. Sure. People read books and they go, well, Google said this, or this book said this. I go, well, if you were so cookie cutter and whatever Google said it applies to a hundred plus people, right. then everyone would be millionaires. But it's, yeah. it, it's simple, but it's also not that simple. As in, um, you know, you can't take a blanket statement and say it applies to everyone. But by sitting down with the person, with someone that has the knowledge, they will be able to figure out rather quickly the simple knowledge that you need to get you on the right track. Yeah. And I I think that's why a lot more people need those coaches because, you know, everyone goes, I don't need any help. And I go, well, then you're apparently more intelligent than these wealthy (laughs) business owners that have financial planners managing their money. It's just like being an Olympic athlete. They're the greatest in the world and they have coaches. Yeah. Always got to be learning. There's always a third party perspective that can help you as well. Um, Absolutely. I agree. And I think, you know, one of the reasons I like, uh, I started this podcast and then, I mean, in general, the reason I read as much as I do, I, you know, I take in as much content as I do is because you want to be able to take all of that and kind of formulate your own mindset. Um, and I think, I think it's like, you know, teach yourself to be able to think outside the box versus just again, take instruction. Cause then that doesn't get you anywhere, right? What happens Mm -hmm. when the instruction runs out? What happens when the, the situation is a little more unique, 
than, than mm-hmm. what the instruction you're being given uh, actually applies to. So mm-hmm. that's awesome. Uh, I, I, lo- I love the mission there, the goals, and in general. So, I mean, how can people reach, uh, reach you? Because when I think of like you in general, on your page, you're always posting such inspirational stuff. And sometimes that's just you taking a walk at like midnight. I think right after you got that surgery, that was ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, this guy's doing 75 hard and he just had yeah. like knee surgery or something. Like what, what is going oh, on I had, here? A, um, I had a double yeah, hernia can, surgery. Yeah. yeah. But you're like, no problem. We got it. We're going yep. for the walk. We're knocking the second workout out. So how can mm-hmm. people reach you um, and, and get in contact? Yep. So honestly, one of the best ways is Instagram. Uh, I'm always checking it. And it's more of a personal page. Uh, people are, and I'm still trying to figure out, I'm working with my girlfriend on it. I'm not the most brilliant marketer or anything. <laughs> I just kind of be me and keep it real. And you look at my page and it just seems like a lifestyle page because I want people to see and get to know me. I don't want to be this guy that's, you know, it's the guy in the suit selling you and mm-hmm. with a bunch of fancy uh, marketing points. Sure. Maybe that might be more of what I need to do. People can give me advice and I'm always open-minded to it, but uh, my Instagram is one of the best places to learn about my life. And it's at Silverstein financial. And if anyone wants to email me a direct question and they don't want to reach out to me on Instagram, it's always Silverstein financial at gmail.com. And that's Silverstein with an S T E I N just in case people don't know how to spell that. Got, got um, for sure. <laughs> so, you know, it's, I it just flows well, man. It's a good last name for uh, finance. Right. <laughs> Um, and that, you know, it's, it, uh, motivation's huge for me. I think mindset because, you know, and that's one of my biggest things I want to inspire people with in financial planning too. You know, people see, you mentioned like I post all this motivating stuff and, you know, I'm 27, going to be 28 years old this year in half my life ago, I, I was in a rough place, um, emotionally, mentally, I didn't have the easiest childhood got exposed to a lot of different things, especially when you heard about the type of parents I came from a very business driven people. It was all about, you got to work hard, be successful. You know, I was almost raised to survive and work hard. And it's all about achieving, 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 which is a lot of pressure uh, on a, a child that's as emotional naturally as I am, where I'm like, isn't there more to life than just working and achieving? Maybe like, family and bonding and connection. So, you know, I thought, you know, whatever, you know, so that was kind of my struggle, but everyone's struggling with something different where they hold this weight over their head and they go, am I worthy? You know, this like whole self-love thing and finance can affect a lot of people's ability to have self-love, you know, or appreciation of themselves because we're so often comparing where we're at to other people of, well, look how much further this person is. You know, or, you know, or I racked up this debt, you know, and I, you know, and, and, and you have the opportunity to get out of it, but you're so focused on the negativity of how did I get here? And I run into so many situations where I'll lay out the game plan. I go in one year, not only could you be out of that situation, but you could be crushing it more than the person who doesn't even have debt Mm -hmm. who, who just, you know, spends whatever they save each month right? Like there's so many different types of people. We've all been there. I've been in so many different places and learned and experienced it all. And instead of holding that pressure on ourselves, I think we need to remember with knowledge creates excitement with excitement, creates passion to be better and go do better. You know, anytime you're down, go out there and serve others. That's why I'm in a lot of work where I serve. And then if there's something you don't know how to do, it's okay. Everyone has this, they're afraid of, Uh, saying they don't know something. I'm a financial planner and I will admit there's people in each aspect of what I do other than probably how I do the infinite banking strategy. Um, A lot of these different areas, I'll have clientele that I work with that are smarter than me about stock picking Mm -hmm. and they're my clients. Yeah. Okay. You know, and I'm like, wow, you know more than I do about this specific area. There's so much knowledge out there. And I think what's important is being uh, uh, humble around that knowledge and then be motivated to say today is a day, a new day, take it day by day to go be the best version of yourself. And for me to stay motivated, at least I, I like to do my daily task list. I got to, I have to do something for my health every day. Um, I try to do something with my faith every day as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Not always the best on that. Sometimes we put God second. That's why, that's why we got Christ, right? You know, I, 
And I try to do something with my business every day, you know, controllables, you know, like if I'm like, I have to earn a dollar today. Well, you know, I can put out the opportunity. It doesn't mean I'm going to close all the deals. Sure. Right. But what are your controllables? And once you're done with that, give yourself a break, relax. I love, you that. know, give yourself a break, breathe, understand your limits. You know, it's like a, a muscle. You don't just lift this heavy weight overnight. So when you're building these skills, I have this one uh, buddy of mine, his name is Jamil, a freaking stud, 22 years old, owns like six properties already. Nice. And he's so hard on himself. And I go, Jamil, at 22 years old, I was drinking in college. Yeah. You know, I, I was now owning six properties. I'm inspired by you, Jamil, at 22. Yeah. You know, and relative, uh, right? he goes, Connor, I'm so overwhelmed. I got all these different things I've got going on. I go, dude, you've been doing this only for a few years. I'm 27. I've been doing this longer. It gets easier over time as you strengthen the muscle. You, you can think about it fast. You can pro- And that's motivating. Mm-hmm. What's also motivating is we're so young, a lot of us, even if you were 40 years old. Uh, let's use Gary V. Gary V didn't go big until his 40s. He's a stud now. He yeah. began his just wine business until his 40s. So put in the work, we're put in the work and it will pay off eventually. Absolutely. So, you know, I, I, for me, what keeps me motivated in life is just the fact that as long as I'm breathing, you know, it's an opportunity to be better. And for all those people out there who are down on life, who feel like it's all over, uh, who struggle with mental health at times or seasonal, whether it's, you know, whatever it could be, you know, I struggled all of my childhood, half my life I struggled. And for all those people out there, I was just like that. And now half my life later, I'm getting to inspire other people. I'm going to develop their futures. I'm going to help people build businesses. I'm bringing people together to help grow their businesses. You know, I'm the healthiest I've ever been and I get to impact others. And half my life ago, I was the one feeling broken. So for anyone out there struggling, you know, you know, if you just keep going, be motivated that you could be at the bottom and you can end up becoming the person that gets to change other people's lives. Yeah, there you go. And people will want to listen to you because you've been there. I love hearing pe- from people who've been there. You know, people who've been there usually have a, a, so many stories to tell. And then I get, how did you get yourself out of it? Because they, they can show actual proof that they've accomplished it. Mm-hmm. So that's huge, huge stuff right there. Yeah. Yeah. No, one day at a time, right? Like, like you said, set your actionable goals, your to-do tasks, mm-hmm. knock them out relax a bit, move on to the next day. And sure enough, right. That's, it's a compound effect. Um, Absolutely. And I think I, you mentioned a little bit there about meeting different people. I think one of the best things you're good at there is networking as well. Um, love how you do that. We can get into that later, but you are also mentioning infinite banking and some of the real estate niche that you've kind of fallen into or carved out for yourself. Talk Absolutely. to us a little bit about that. Like, are you, are all of your customers, are you helping all of your customers do that? Is that just, you know, certain people who want to get mm-hmm. some, uh, get some exposure in the real estate game? Uh, you know, what, what are you doing there? Absolutely. So when I got earlier in this career, um, I've always had a passion for real estate, not being a real estate agent or anything like that. I have a lot of buddies who do that now. Um, I, like I said, my, my main niche is financial planning. I thought when it comes to real estate, you got to help people organize the cash flow to fund it. And I thought in financial planning, if, if I think what I do is the end answer for everyone, then I'm really, I'm really getting my own way of actually truly helping people out because there's no way you can provide everything everyone needs. So as far as what a traditional financial planner does, and I do all these things, right? Whether it's insurance work on life insurance or long-term care and protecting your income. And then on the investment side, right? Whether it's you know, fee-based money management or brokerage plans, mutual funds, um, and, you know, whether, you know, I'm helping you with your retirement account, your Roth or 401k or for business owner SEPs, right? All these things that you, you would think a financial planner does. And I thought, you know, based on my upbringing, you know, you know, my, my stepdad would build some of those buckets, but then he also had the real estate, right? And he had the land. Yep. And when it comes to real estate, I knew that it's, 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 it's a, a, a property that you can, you can uh, purchase into and you can cash flow for income monthly, or you can uh, 
ad and rehab it and sell it for profit. And I thought, man, as I started doing more research and learning more based and all on top of the knowledge I learned when I was growing up, I realized it's actually a lot more accessible today than it ever used to be because we have access to iPhones, technology, information. It's easier to connect on this stuff. So I thought if I'm only helping my clients lock their money up in retirement accounts or in the market, yeah. which can go up and down. And when some of those opportunities are when the market's down, how am I helping them organize a cash flow to maybe buy a duplex or a four family, anything in the multifamily realm? So I, and I also thought with the real estate agent, you know, the real estate agent can't always go to the customer and say, hey, how much money is in your bank? And they might not always get the truthful answer. Sure. But people really always like to open up to their financial planners. So I thought maybe I can help, you know, and most of these clients will say, hey, maybe in a year I'll buy one. And a lot of it's just lack of knowledge of, do I actually have the money? What would it take? So I try to make it more about education and say, okay, what size home are you going for? Let me, this is your goal in cash. If they're already there, holy crap, why do you have to wait a year? Let's make it happen now. And if they don't have the money, let me help them save it up. And then we connect them with the real estate guy and we're going to have them teach them. Is this your first time home? Is this for uh, cash flow? Is this for flipping? What is it for? Right. And it, it started developing and developing, developing. And, and we live in an era where it's a lot of fun to buy into real estate. It feels like you're building your own mini business. And I thought, what if you could increase your cash flow per month by 500 bucks? And then a, the next year by a thousand and then 2000 and then 4,000 before you know it, after five to 10 years, your cash flow from real estate is paying your bills. And now all your income through your work is just opportunity. Right. And you can keep it. Now you're already technically retired. Yeah. Financial. Your passive income is paying for your ability to live. And uh, so as far as on my end, where I help people, the whole infinite banking strategy, it started with my knowledge in life insurance. Um, And I learned about whole life, uh, which is owned, owned life insurance versus rented life insurance, like term insurance. Um, statistically 1% of term insurance ever pays out. So that's really where insurance companies make money off the client, but the client usually buys it because it's so gosh darn cheap. Sure. Whole life, it became an attractive product because with strong dividend yielding companies like New York Life, Mass Mutual, um, Northwestern Mutual, where I typically focus, all these, they have such a strong dividend and it's been averaging around 5%. And when you put your money in there, you get it kicked back in a dividend if the company's profitable mm-hmm. at this 5% dividend. So you're going to kick back on your money. And then that dividend gets reinvested and the money keeps on growing and growing and growing. And before you know it, you're putting your money in and you're getting a huge pile of money back every single year that's accessible and that it's tax-free. You can grow all this wealth inside your life insurance and it's tax-free. Now, on an all-based whole life policy, I realize it does take, you know, relatively 15 years to even break even. And that's not really attractive for people who are trying to do deals now. Absolutely. Yeah. Or trying to retire early, right? Time is money. Exactly. Or like, well, I need access to my cash. I can't wait 15 years to finally break even. And then I realized you can shrink down the size of the whole life policy and you can inject it full of overfunded cash. You can pile more money into it and it goes right inside the $260 billion portfolio that I use at Northwestern. You can shove it in this portfolio and it keeps compounding without it being tied up with all the expenses. Now, usually the, the part that's unattractive about this is I don't make as much but the client gets immediate in that situation as the broker, right? Because I'm, I'm thinning out the size of the policy and the smaller the policy is the less commissions I get, the bigger the policy is the more commissions I get. So by reducing the size of the policy, I am making less money, but I am leaving it to allow you to continue shoving more money in. And it skips right past your policy into the, the, the portfolio and it keeps kicking back that 5%. So we're basically building uh, the whole infinite banking strategy where you're building this bucket of cash that's backed by life insurance, that heaven forbid something happens to your family's taken care of. But while you're building all this cash, 
you can pull money in and out throughout your life while it's tied to this dividend and go purchase real estate or other things. I go, if you're going to park a bunch of money, shove it into life insurance, give yourself a big death benefit, and then pull money out as a down payment whenever you need to for a real estate property. And when your right. money's not pulled out, you're getting a 5% dividend potentially on it. And it's right. averaged it's averaged over 5% for the last 30 years. So it's, it's paid almost a like, dividend. Yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. It's the, the portfolio I specifically use with Northwestern's paid a dividend since 1872. So is it, is it the only way to fund real estate? No, but it's such a super attractive way when most people just sit on cash in the bank. Perfect. Yeah, no, exactly. So that's, so you're looking at this as an alternative to your general savings account, right? Like, so you'd have your, maybe like your emergency fund, then you'd have money Mm -hmm. that you put in the stock market, but this is a form of diversification that you're, you, you kind of need life insurance anyway, once you get to a certain stage of life. Um, and I know something you told me, it was like, we're younger now. So it's a little cheaper. Yeah. It's easier now. Um, yep. We don't have as much liability. Uh, so it's an alternative to part cash, get that money back. You're getting yep. the life insurance policy, which you might need. Yep. Anyway. So you're still buying life insurance, yep. but you're not necessarily buying life insurance, quote unquote, for the sake of life insurance. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and, and then once you're getting into the real estate, you know, I think, you know, you look at a duplex or a four family, everyone's renting, maybe you buy your first home, mm-hmm. but if you live in a four family and you can rent the other three units out and you can have it cash flow and pay your mortgage as well, eventually move out and move a tenant in. And now it's paying for itself. Yep. You know, that you can, we can break down the numbers of course. And if there's people out there that want to learn okay, how do we get tackle all this stuff? Well, that's what the whole point of financial planning is. Sure. Is to educate each other on how to do these things, not go, well, do you have any money to invest? You know, it's more than, do you have any money to invest? It's, okay, you're bringing in income every month. What are you doing creatively, creatively mm-hmm. with it? Yeah. And if you don't have income to invest or money to invest, how can we do that, right? How can we increase mm-hmm. income? How can we get how can we get creative, like you just said, and find some money to actually be able to use towards real estate, to mm-hmm. use towards stock market, whatever you want to do, right? But like Absolutely. most people should probably be, I don't care if you make $100,000, if you make $40,000, if you make $400,000, everybody can use a little bit more cash. Uh, most people still don't have a huge margin between what they live on and then what they have at the end of the month. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. So a lot of people are taking advantage of that. Um Within real estate, there, uh, what is your what like what sparked your 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 interest? Did that come from your dad or sorry, your stepdad or? I would say my stepdad. Um, I growing up, you know, I would drive through Chesterfield where I grew up, and I'd see a whole bunch of land, and he would point and say, "I own that." <laughs> and I thought how nice. fascinating. And then he would build all these buildings, and all these people are working these buildings on that land, and to see what you can build and create. And I thought, what a powerful experience uh, of what wealth can do rather than it's just shoved in the market. And uh, something on a screen says you have this much money, right? Like we we have so much money, but like we don't, it's just a digital screen saying, this is how much money you have. I look at that piece of land and I say, I own that. That building, I own that. And you know, regardless of what the market's doing, regardless of the value of the property and how crazy house prices can go up and plummet in all these different directions, mm-hmm. people always will need a place to live. True. You own a place and you're renting it out, regardless of what's going on in the market, they need a place to live. They're going to keep paying their rent. Yeah. And when you can build and fix up these places and provide someone a home, a place to live, that's a really cool experience. So there's a lot of wonderful things that go on through it. And rather than just selling people investments where only I truly benefit in terms of the one making money in real estate, there's so many different people that get to make money through the process. I get to make income through helping people store better. The real estate agent gets to make money through the buy and the sell. The, uh, then there's maybe you're doing the work inside the property yourself to fix it up, or maybe you're hiring other people. There's just so many people who can benefit from it and learn from it. Mm -hmm. There's just so much fun that's involved in the community around real estate. It's a lot of fun. 
Yeah. Yeah. Everybody that I've met, I mean, I've met people that, you know, they were thinking about doing something. I, I mean, we had Corian as a guest a couple episodes ago that um, just focused on wholesaling. There's so many different ways you can, you can do it as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's awesome there. If, if you guys have any, uh, if you guys, the listeners have any more questions about that, um, about the infinite banking strategy, about what uh, Connor's doing with some of his other clients there, feel free to reach out mm-hmm. to him. Again, that's at Silverstein Financial, S-T-E-I-N, Financial. Um, so Connor, also, you talked a little bit about like everybody benefiting when you, when you work within this real estate community. Um, mm-hmm. So that kind of brings me to my next topic here where like networking in general seems to be something that you're really good at. How did you, how did you start? I mean, besides just being a social person, right? Like I think, I think there's being social and then there's networking with intention where like people mm-hmm. want to talk to you, where you can just catch up, you know, you can shoot the shit a bit, but then at the same time, it's like, what business opportunities we're working on? Do they align? Absolutely. Okay, not right now. Let's catch up in a bit. Cool. How can we help each other? I know someone else that does that. Um, mm-hmm. Talk to me a bit about that. So and I think, you know, what, there's some people have natural skills and some people have things they have to learn, right? Um, and, you know, I talked to my girlfriend and she goes, I'm extroverted. And then I met you. <laughs> And I would say I'm your textbook <laughs> extrovert. I get energy from people. Um, so I've always loved talking and getting to know people. I don't know a stranger. I could meet a friend anywhere. Um, but it comes down to intentionality because and COVID's definitely made it hard for me this past year. Um, you're, you're networking now through just um, talking with people, through conversations, asking clients for referrals. But in the past, when the world was much more open and, and, and the events were going on, you know, it's a difference of, are you going out for a drink on the weekend just to get drunk and have a bunch of drinks and hang out? And then the next day happens and keep doing it again. Whenever I go out, I go out. I also went out with the, the passion to not just have a fun time, but maybe there's someone's life I could change tonight. Sure. And when you're getting to know people, when you're going out, what kind of questions and conversations are you having? What do you do? What are you passionate about? And then you share where you're, pa- I, I, I love financial planning. I, I love l- helping people make money. It's so fun. It's so exciting. And this isn't a sales pitch. This is true. Like, right. It's so fun making people money. It's so, I love real estate. I love teaching people stuff. Yeah. Don't like, don't you? And if that's true, Hey, if you're lying when you say that, then you probably shouldn't be in this industry. But if that's true, go express it with confidence. Sure. What do you have, what do you have to apologize for when you're out and about and saying, hey, that's awesome. I do funny. Maybe we grab coffee sometime. Right. You know, and then before you know you're grabbing coffee, what's your Instagram? Follow me back. It's so easy and it's so it's so real. Like if you have something you're passionate about, who goes, how dare you? reach out because you want to impact my life. Like no one says that. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, like it'd be one thing, like, let me sell you on a car next week. No, you're not selling. I, I, I would love to share with you strategies I think could like make what you could accomplish amazing. Yeah. You know, I've always been a bull. Mm-hmm. I've been always aggressive in this business. You know that. Um, and it's because if I, I truly believe in the work I do and I want people to know about it. Yeah, absolutely. And I've seen, even if other people, maybe I don't articulate the best every time, but I've seen what it can do. And it's like, when I have this knowledge that really makes a difference that people are utilizing to develop, I want people to know about that, right? Sure. And so how have I adapted now during COVID? It's things like this. For anyone out there with knowledge, get on podcasts, listen to episodes, learn Write reviews on these podcasts, reach out to them, say, I would love to share a topic. I'd love to learn from you. Collaborate. Yep. People are listening to podcasts more than ever. So get yourself like we're doing right here and share knowledge. You know, when people are driving, they, they re, you know, I'm listening to Bigger Pockets every day with my girlfriend. Yeah. You know, they got me hooked in there. I'm learning about real estate. So, you know, that's how I network. And then I've also built a community. Don't don't only bring people in your life if you're going to benefit from it. I, I, I created a, a network of seven people all in real estate. Mm-hmm. All of them are in real estate. And I brought them together because I knew they could grow each other. Sure. I might benefit nothing from it, but they could, their careers could change from all meeting each other. And over time, they're going to remember, oh man, how did this all come together? Because Connor helped us. And then I meet more people. How hard is it to just bring people together, bring other people together? And through that, people start thinking about you more. Just Absolutely. do things that help other people. And that's how you network. 
network other people together too. Not just, you know, finding your people yourself, but bring other people together that you think they would help each other. I think we're like so focused on, oh, well, I need to succeed. I go, well, let's do what we're thinking about all of us succeeding. Yeah. It, it, I, I want others to succeed just as bad as I want to succeed. And that's what's allowed me to maintain a lot of these relationships, even with being how persistent I am. I'm a very persistent, direct person. Sure. But people know deep down that it's because I'm ridiculously passionate to, I'm like, I see what could happen. Right. I see what you could achieve. I want you to double tomorrow, the next day. And someone's time frame might be a month or two months. And I'm like, I want it to happen now. Yeah. I have the person you need to meet or the thing you need to do. And I truly believe in it. I'm not yeah. inventing some, you know, and, and so networking isn't, you know, we got to bring people together more and, and it's through jumping on and talk about a topic on podcasts or it's, going out and about and not being afraid to ask the questions. If you're in a line of work where you truly help people say, can I help you? Can I share? Yeah. Go to the rooftop, scream it. Like I, I have an idea that I think could change your life. And if they go, no, I don't need it. I go. So if, if, if I, I truly believe this idea could change your life and you're not open to it. If this idea could change your life, you're not open to an idea that could change your life. You know, if, if they still say no, they are just not, an, they're probably not going to make it very far in life. Right. Or they're just Otherwise, not as passionate as you are yeah. or, or, or about what they were talking about in the first place. Um, yeah. I think, I think that's a big thing there. Like when you go out to the bars, right? Like, what are you yeah. talking about? Right. Like, and, and for yeah. me, when I look for like friends, it's like, okay, who can we go out and get, you know, a beer together on Friday, but then on Sunday, like, let's actually act on that. Right. Or like, what's the lunch we're having, right? Let's not just be hungover all day. Like let's, let's try and act on some of those things. I think, yeah. I think that's awesome right there. And I think also, I love the tip that you mentioned there, just bringing people together. Um, mm. A lot of the time you can just introduce people and, and exit, you know, exit the scenario and, and they might benefit. They might not, they might get along. Most of the time, if you're doing it, if you're really thinking about them, they are going to get along in some sense, or they're going to benefit in some sense. And like you said, they're thinking of how they got together and it's always going to relate back to you or, mm -hmm. or the person who put them in contact in that specific scenario. I think it's the goal. My goal as well as a financial planner to learn the different ways because not everyone has the same access to cash flow or opportunities, whatever it might be that if you're in my role, you can't just read about other ways and only have known how to do it your way. Yeah. Because of where your position, like I need to go meet with people doing how, how did you fund this deal? How did you fund this deal? I need to actually not just read about it, but people that have done it. Yeah. Get you know, there's so many people experience. that have said, oh, you know, I learned this knowledge because someone told me that and they read it from a book. Well, we mm -hmm. got to do more than just read books. We got to meet with people that have done it. You know, you can read a guy and he goes, I'm going to make you a multimillionaire. And he's not even worth millions of dollars. <laughs> Yeah. And he goes, well, I write books about it. And then you go meet the multimillionaire and he goes, well, I don't agree with him. Right. You know, and he goes, well, I don't agree with you. Well, okay. If this is about being worth millions of dollars, I'm going to listen to the guy who's made millions sure. of dollars. I'm going to listen to the guy who's done it. As long as uh, with how he's done it is current with the times, then, you know, I want that knowledge. You know, I look at my stepdad and how he built a global empire, you know, he lived to his mid seventies. And when he started his business over 50 years ago, it was a very different era. 50 years ago, yeah. iPhones did not exist. Sure. You know, phones looked a lot different, <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. And, and the, working with people and, and doing all the deals that like every part of a deal pretty much would have been different yeah. than it's done these days. Yeah. So the, I think the biggest thing right now is what's next, figure out why I end up moving with the gal. Um, uh, get, then secure my first property, continuing to help other people, read more books. And for anyone looking for some good books, the best mindset book you can ever read, David Goggins, Can't Hurt Me, I Don't Care Who You Are. Uh, <laughs> that is my favorite book of all time that I've ever read. Um, it, everyone has to read it. If you're reading something, stop reading that book and read this book. It'll motivate you to read your other books faster. Um, 
another great book follow up from that is Jesse Itzler's uh, Living with the Seal, where he brings David Goggins to live with him. And then I'm reading Tim Grover's uh, uh, Tim Grover's Relentless right now. Um, on the finance side of things, um, I'm really love it, loved a book that uh, really preaches on the philosophy that I talk about with infinite banking, how to how to have your money work for you mm-hmm. in the most tax efficient way called What Would the Rockefellers Do? Um, I Some people have bought it. They've loved it. They've learned so much. They've actually taught me ways of doing things that I didn't even think of. Okay. And you also, my, my biggest thing I want to share is just because you do it for a living doesn't mean you can't learn from people who don't. That's a good one. I like that. You know, that's why I always check with a lot of my clients. I ask them, are you doing well? Are you happy? And I just like, how's your money? Right. You know, like, how are you doing? I'm just checking and say, hey, there's nothing financially, but like, are you doing good with life? Are you happy? Are you doing well? So you want to accomplish as long as you're happy. That's more important than anything I can do financially. Yeah. And, you know, promoting that network too, right? Like it will help you financially, but then also it helps you know that you have, you know, a little bit of a fallback, right? If things do go terribly wrong, the people that are also there that really care about you and care about your success mm-hmm. aren't going to just leave you hanging. So that's, that's nice. It's, you know, get out there, make some friends, make some, uh, make some business partners. And uh, hopefully these are lifelong relationships that you can, you can carry around with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. Awesome, dude. Well, uh, any, any final tips, any, any final words? I know we got those, uh, those book drops there, those, those name dropped books that you mentioned and mm-hmm. heard of some of them. I I'm going to go check out that David Goggins one because that dude is an yeah, animal. That's huge. Um, everybody talks about That book about is him. amazing. Yeah. Uh, any final tips for the listeners here? Um, I would just say, be humble, uh, be open to learning about things in your own field from people that aren't in your field that can surprise and wow you, uh, at least listen, um, have more faith in your capabilities, put in the work day by day. Don't measure yeah. it on the results, measure it in the effort. Um, like you know, I like to look at last year was a tough year, but I never quit. I never gave up. I kept working hard. I kept figuring it out. I go, uh, you know, there was one moment where I prayed to God. And I said, challenge me more because I thought, you know, when things are going great, yeah, it's not testing your skills. When things are going hard, be like, okay, man, instead of like, you know, it's the whole Jocko willing. He's like, good. Things suck. Good. <laughs> you know, it's like, he's like, he's a seal as well. I'm obsessed with Navy SEALs. Yeah. He's like, you know, you lost your job. Good. Now you now opened up the opportunity to get a new one. You didn't get promoted. Good you know, now you can become even better at your role to get an even better promote, you know, like good, whatever you got. And so whatever, you know, my biggest tip is if you're in the suck, because if, if, you know, usually when you're like crushed and you're like, Oh, I feel like life is grounding tips, but uh, if you're in the suck, be like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm really testing out my abilities. Right. And grind through it. Like take pride in that. I'm getting through this, you know, and then uh, learn different ways to be creative with your money, um, you know, and uh, to, to be honest, save more, save as much as you can. Yeah, find that know? balance. But most people, most people underestimate how, how yeah. you know, 20 bucks every weekend or here or there can, can really oh add up. Oh my gosh, it adds up. It's, you know, I'll go through people's budget. I'll break even every month. They'll go through the finances you know, maybe they bring in four grand a month, some young people in their twenties and then their expenses are like two grand. I go, okay. And, and we've already included like rent, utilities, yeah. car payment, food. So, you know what I mean? And I was like, you know, when people are like, oh, I'm having fun, I go like, well, usually you having fun. The only thing that's costing me is the food or the drinks. So, right. you know, like what else are we actually spending our money on? Unless you're buying luxuries like clothes, or who, who knows, right? But I go, where's the other two grand per month? Where's the 24,000 a year going? Right. That's a down payment on a property. Yeah. When you start thinking about it, big picture like that, whenever people are like, that's only $50. What? $50 multiplied yeah. by, you know, 52 weeks or, you know, 12 months. Mm-hmm. And that, that does add up over time, right? Maybe it's one year away oh from gosh. your goals. Maybe it's two years away, but you got to start. Yeah. And starting yep. is, is by looking and analyzing it first. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, uh, you know, like for example, and a great way to network, you know, I go to lifetime fitness Frontenac in St. Louis. Um, the gym is $160 a month and people would be like, wow, that's expensive for a gym. 
And I go, well, it's in the wealthiest area in St. Louis, Missouri, in Ladue. And if anyone's going to spend near two grand a year on a gym membership, they probably have some level of money. Yeah. More often, there's people with more money there. I go there and I train my ass off. And the beautiful thing of it is I get to meet people with a bunch of money and get to open up opportunities to build clientele. I've made clients from going to that gym. So through a hobby of mine, it's put me in a place to meet wealthier people that have then become my clients, all these great business owners. I've made more money than I've spent by going there. I love that. Yeah, that's that's a really good point right there. Uh, some people question, because I, I go to a nice gym downtown too, and that's something that's always in my mind. The people that are there, probably successful, right? And you look at when they're at the gym. Some of them are there at six. Some of them are at, you know in the morning, some yeah. at six at night. Some are there in the middle of the day, right? And like, I'll sometimes take my lunch break and go work out, but it's like, they're finding the flexibility and you're already sharing two things in common. One, you're probably somewhat financially motivated or somewhat financially stable, if you can afford that. Yeah. Two, you have some level of flexibility and three, you like fitness. So mm-hmm. those are things right there. Like that's, that's a great way yeah. to meet people. I love that. That was my best way to network during COVID. I wasn't going out and about, but I go to the gym mask yeah. and all and you know, some people are like, oh, are you a personal trainer? And I go, no, I help uh, people tax shelter money. And they go, what? And they're <laughs> all business owners. Ooh. And they're like, you know, they'd see me work hard. They're like, all right, he works hard and he, we hate taxes. <laughs> and I go, you want to ha- you want to grab coffee after a workout one day? Yeah. You I know, and then we grab coffee. It's so easy. It's not like I'm, you know, I'm selling them or being manipulative. It's honest. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. we're working out, we're working hard. Let's you have a conversation cool with the person ideas. you're doing bicep curls next to. Yeah, it's fun. And then you're sweating. I'm wearing gym clothes. I'm comfortable. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm not in a suit hating life. Um, I'm having fun. You know, usually I'm wearing gym clothes to half my meetings now if I'm meeting people because it's at the gym. So, <laughs> you know, I look the... like your everyday guy. Be yourself too. You know, be yourself. Um, don't be afraid of being yourself. I am who I am. And if I have to apologize for who I am, then I need to probably work on myself. Sure. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, um, the beautiful thing about life is there's time. You can turn your life around dramatically in one year. Awesome. There you guys have it right there. Um, you can reach out to Connor again at Silverstein Financial on Instagram mm-hmm. or it was what Silverstein Financial at gmail.com email yep. was right. Yeah. Perfect. Um, make sure you check out the Instagram for the talk cash podcast at talk cash pod, Instagram, Twitter, any questions you guys have. Thanks for listening, Connor. Thanks for hopping on, dude. Always a pleasure. I always get a little jolt of motivation just because you're doing a bunch and it's just like, you're, you're, like I said, a little bit of like, uh, David Goggins there. Like it inspires me whenever I talk to you. So I love that. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. Thank you for letting me join, hop in. And hopefully this impacts people's lives and just helps them ask more questions and know that they can do a lot of these great things. Awesome, dude. Thanks so much. It's been a great time.